Oh, hey. I'm coming out of the booth! Oh, my fucking leg! I'll show you exactly how it's done. Hey, man, we're checking out the, the projection booth today, and I heard booth, and I thought toll booth Willie, and if... Of course, I had to think about Adam Sandler when we're talking about a, talking about a film podcast. <laughs> Not meant to be disparaging, guys. I know you guys over at the projection booth are probably smacking your foreheads now in shame that I opened up with Adam Sandler. So pedestrian. I'm sorry. I'm a 90s kid. I love Adam Sandler. Not born in the 90s. Not born in the 90s. <laughs> the, proje- the projection booth uh, has been recognized as a f- premier film podcast by the Washington Post, the AV Club, IndieWire, Entertainment Weekly, Filmmaker, and Filmmaker Magazine with over 500 episodes to date with an ever-growing fan base. Projection booth regularly attracts special guest talent eager to discuss their past gems, including Elliot Gould, John Waters, Ed Harris, Luke Wilson, Chris Elliott. There's a whole list of them that I'm not going to go into. The podcast features... Uh, discussions of films from a wide variety of genres and in-depth critical analysis. Wow. Well done. Well done. Well done. They got name dropping smart. Honestly, like I've said before, uh, podcast SEO is actually a thing and I'm not talking about Google. I'm talking about through the distribution points when we're talking about um, Spotify and Apple podcasts and all those guys. So very smart, man. Name drop your face off. Name drop your face off. Well done, fellas. Um, I think that the, the artwork's fantastic. They got a 007 thing going on there. It says projection booth. They got the, um, the old school, like film, uh, camera icon, um, you know, the cinema film, uh, bad words, whatever, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and it says the projection booth and it's well done. Very well done. looks like these guys have been around for at least three years. They got a ton of episodes. They're not using episode numbers. Their naming is the movie that they're reviewing. They put the year in parentheses. Freaking genius. Freaking fantastic. Everything perfect. I don't know why you submitted to this show. Well, I do. I do have some small critiques. But I feel like this is another candidate that could have been on what they did right. Because there's a lot you guys are doing so well. And I almost feel guilty speaking on the show. Because it's just done so well. You guys are doing really good. Who gets recognized by the Washington Post and the AV Club and isn't popping? I did notice through your website that um, it's dated. The WordPress website. We're not here to review websites, but I will give you guys a small tip. If you have a WordPress website, if you go back to, or not go back, if you go to a website called themeforest.net, some of you may already be aware of it. Themeforest.net has a bunch of really, really, really well done WordPress themes that are super cheap. We're talking like 20 to $60. Very rarely do they go over a hundred dollars. So you can redesign your website completely and they're really well done. That really sounds like an ad, but it's not. I've used theme forest for a long ass time. Um, huge fan of what they do. And if your site's dated and it's got a WordPress backend, absolutely look at upgrading it and just go there and look up film. Just type in, get in the WordPress category, type in film, watch what happens. There's fascinatingly well done websites fascinatingly really well done websites check it out i love adjectives also my chair is squeaking pardon it i will fix it okay so the projection booth these guys i've listened to a couple episodes now their structure goes a little bit like this they do the intro 
Um, they have an audio logo or whatever. They do an intro. Then they play the trailer for the movie, and then they speak on the movie, and then they close it out. Um, they break their shows up. Sometimes they'll pull in interviews, um, and really well done. I listened to the Close Encounters episode, so today we're going to listen to, uh, because oh, fuck, they call Close Encounters, so good, so good. One of the best movies of all time, in my opinion. Only second to, uh, um, man, guys, I would love to get your input on something, not to go off the rails too much. Back to the Future. I argue with my wife on Back to the Future all the time. To me, Back to the Future, so I was little when it came out, but Back to the Future to me is one of the best films ever created in the history of Hollywood, to me, because very rarely do you catch a movie that has everything. Obviously it's, it's back to the future, right? Everybody's going to say the same thing. It's one of the best films of all time. Right. But like when you watch it, like the scenes are just so man, like I can't get over the, the scene when they're in the parking lot and the doc and Marty are pacing back and forth and one comes to the camera and one walks away and then the other, and they switch places and then they switch places. It's like, dude, who does that? Who does that anymore? It was so engaging. Like it seems like that were so engaging where you're just, damn, you couldn't help but fall completely in love with that film. Um, man, I, 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 I wish, and maybe I'm just, a, maybe I am, maybe I'm just a slappy for eighties flicks. Like, you know, close encounters or like, uh, ET, like it's just stupid stuff that, that Spielberg would capture that, um, I think he did it like you could see it was in super eight quite a bit. They pulled that shit where it was like the, in the film they were capturing like mayhem, the absolute mayhem and not, 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 um, not Michael Bay mayhem. I'm talking about mayhem in the house, like ET people talking over each other and they're, and they're just, it's loud and they're grabbing things and stuff's moving and, and it's kind of misty looking in the house. Like the scene where they're eating pizza hut pizza at the table and ET it's like absolute mayhem in the house. They did the same thing in close encounters when there's like interactions in the family, the baby's crying and there's just, nobody does that anymore. Everything's so rigid. God, I love that. Totally went off the rails. I'm a film slappy. That's not going to bias my opinion here. I love podcasting more than I love film. K K. So now that that's out of the way, Planet of the Apes, June 30th episode. Let's give it a listen. An Airwave Media podcast. American history is full of infamous people, places, and events like the same. This is a commercial for another podcast, by the way. I did notice when I went to their website, couple things, guys. Theme of the website. I also noticed that you need to set up a subscription link to Apple Podcasts and Google and all that. Don't rely on your megaphone in bed for that. I would suggest that you put that front and center so people can see it. Even though the majority of your audience probably come from Spotify and Apple Podcasts, I would highly recommend don't rely on megaphone for that. Also, this. You're listening now. They have West is an iconic period of American history. I'm Chris Wimmer. And they have a they have an ad at the beginning of their podcast. They're with Megaphone. Megaphone doesn't just let you walk up and be a part. I'm imagining what happened is Megaphone approached the projection booth, said, We'll give you guys free hosting. We'll get we'll network your show. We're gonna advertise you on other podcasts. What other podcasts are gonna advertise in your podcast? In which case this happens. To bring these stories and many more to life. Is that worth it? Maybe. I mean they're doing well. Maybe. Maybe. So I can't argue it too much, but I hate this. 
keep let them let them have their own space, man. Anchor, 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 anchor. If you're a new guy, if you get megaphone, maybe that's the way. But the embedded ad and all that shit, man. Mm, I don't know. Cold sodas, hot popcorn, and no monsters in the projection booth. Everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring. Turn it off. So this is their intro. Well done. Movie clips that all poignant, all perfect for their show. And then they play the intro, this or the the trailer. This is for Planet of the Apes. Process has been reversed. Right. And is Mr. Ed Pettit? Planet of the Apes, beyond your wildest dreams. And that, Welcome to the projection booth. I'm your host. Mike I Mike love how they again, how they do that transition using the film like that, using the um, the projector to the projection booth is Mr. Richard Adam. Mike, thank you so much for having me. This is how you play the game, man. OK, so they're doing a Zoom call. Chris Dashu. Here's the problem I have, which I mean, you're not going to get it from this Planet of the Apes episode, but on previous episodes, the host, I think his name is Mike. Um, the problem I have generally is that. His microphone, I think, I could be wrong, I think it's a headset microphone. I think it's like a gaming headset type of deal. Um, you can tell by hearing the way he talks, that super high end and no low end. Um, all of them kind of could technically benefit by having a, a better mic setup. Now there's this guy, and I don't know if he's in the Planet of the Apes episode. I jumped back to the Close Encounters episode. I think his name's Al Gordo or something like that. Something Gordo. His voice is fascinating, first of all. Second of all, um, I think he has the best audio out of the three of them. I just won the Academy Award for the Sting, oh, this which is, is good. This is the interview. But came on board. What else? I don't know. It's just, I, th- I think... That is a fun distraction. I hope it does take over the imaginations of the whole world because that's a nice, that's a fun conspiracy theory. That's a, that's a that's a nice, safe, fun. So you have the super articulate, super serious, not serious, but like really well-versed host who knows everything there is to know about film, very passionate about it. For us, maybe it do- Then you got this woman, I can't remember her name, I apologize, um, who... Um, brings the fun. Like she's very light and and keeps things moving, like very vibrant and very just snappy and and adds that level, like dynamic, um, like that dynamic, uh, uh, like kind of culture to the, to the group being for anything. And that's when you had like chariots. And he's really well spoiled. Like he's interesting to listen to. He's not boring. Like he sounds like he's truly having fun doing this. He's obviously been doing it a while, three years. I'm okay. You're or okay. more all these different types of things going on. All- We're already seeing about to happen. Aliens interbreed with the ancient. Peru- and they're hopping in and out with clips. Look, read about the medieval warriors who appeared before. Which was called an HL before they did the five tone so, check out. Uh, or leave it, you know. So, comparable themes, but if anything else, okay. it's interesting. Okay. It's now, this guy is a gem. Whoever this guy is, this Gordo guy, take on this material, his focus is so much more on the emotional. What I love about this, it's kind of meta. Maybe it's not. I love that each one of these three plays a part. It's like each one of them is their own character. And there's so um, there's so much contrast between the three of them. I can't stop listening. And they, they're just nailing it for me. There's a reason they're doing well. 
Um, I think technically their audio could be corrected a bit. They need to like get on good mics though. I think it's only fair to your listeners, right? I think, I don't know. That's how I feel about it. But if anything else, it's and doesn't this dude sound like Tay Zande speaks to the the men behind it. The fact that when Spielberg would take on this material, chocolate rain is quickly crashing through your vein would be. I mean, I don't think that right? Uh, right? would ever base anything off of the uh, again chocolate rain. I'd like to say that close encounter. I'm telling you, the dude sounds like Tay Zonda. He's a treasure. Do not lose that character on the show. He kind of just sits back, pops out of the woodwork. They're like laughing and having a good time. You don't necessarily hear him laugh. He speaks when spoken to. It's fucking amazing. Take that away from Kubrick. But secondly, what also Spielberg takes from Kubrick is the horror aspect, which I'm, I think is really significant. So I think for me, the only thing these guys could use any help on, from my perspective, is really technical. Record in your closet, the age-old thing, record in your closet. You guys already have, you're getting the interviews. The show is broken up nicely with interviews and clips and all that. You're getting the recognition. I would recommend you get upgrade your microphones, get a pod mic, and maybe um, if you if you have a pod mic, I get a good preamp and then something nice to hook it into and then process that audio a little bit, meaning EQ it, um, you know, do your EQ in a nice little V pattern and then maybe put some like compression on it. If you have a multiband compression type of setup, you can look up, just Google multiband compression or just compression um, to make your voice sound nice and crispy and heavy and present. And then obviously the, the preamp with a dynamic mic, the dynamic mic is really helpful for not collecting the echo in the room because it allows you to properly gain stage. You don't know what gain staging is. We can get into it another day. Google gain staging. It's a simple process and it helps a ton. It will save your life. I think these guys have everything it takes for a show. These guys are, I don't even, I feel like they should have been on a what they did right episode because everything they're doing, in my opinion, is the right way. Should you subscribe? Should you listen? If you're a listener, I would say absolutely. I'd give these guys a 7.9, man, a 7.9 because the only thing I think they need to replace, ah, the only thing I think these guys need to do is technical. And I don't think they need anything else. It's technical. I imagine that at this point, they've probably plateaued and they're like, how do we break out and get more listeners? I think you do that by getting news. I think you got to name drop hard and push your episodes with with your uh, guests even harder. I think you get involved in the community super hard and push the show. But if you're getting recognition on these publications, you're doing aight. Best of luck, guys. Thank you so much for submitting. Great show. Hey, that Al Gordo guy, man, do some more shit with him. He's funny. I mean, his voice is awesome. And I wasn't trying to rip on him with the Tay thing. I just thought it was like just insanely similar. <laughs> Happy Tuesday, guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>